Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, I know a lot of y'all hate seeing my eyebrows on TV every week. And some of you might want me to go to hell, but I will not match your energy. I want you to go to hell. And that's exactly what we're talking about tonight, healing. Whose responsibility is it for you to heal? In the words of Soldier Boy, tell him, you! <laughs> Let's start the damn show. Jensen made another one. Welcome to the God's Honest Truth. I go by the name of Charlemagne the God, Brother Lenar McKelvin. Make some noise for me. Now, in the first few episodes of this blackity black ass, I can't believe we got greenlit show. We have really explored white supremacy and the different ways we can start the decrackification of America. That's right. Well, tonight, two things will happen. One, you're guaranteed to hear the word cracker, okay? <laughs> And two, since World Mental Health Day is Sunday, I want to discuss investing in what I call your mental wealth, all right? Peace of mind is something that many people take for granted, but in the black community, many of us don't even know what peace feels like, okay? I don't know why the hell y'all clapping at that, okay? Peace sometimes seems like a luxury that will never be afforded to us in good old America. That's why tonight, I want to explore ways to go to hell, okay? The ghetto prophet Brad T. Jordan once said, I sit alone in my four-cornered room staring at candles. Now, I know that a lot of side chicks have had that same experience on Valentine's Day, okay? <laughs> Birthdays, all right? Alone, sitting in a room with a cake you had to buy yourself. <laughs> But that wasn't the case with Mr. Scarface, okay? He was talking about something that's far too often undiagnosed amongst black people, anxiety, all right? I'm feeling a little bit now, if I'm being honest, all right? It's that feeling of, that feeling of fear and worry, all right? For many black people, anxiety is a way of life. We don't want it, but we've learned to live with it. It's always there, like herpes, okay? 
Who out there got it? <laughs> Not herpes, anxiety. <laughs> Jesus. Come on. Mind you, though, in regards to herpes, at least one out of four of you have it. Do you want me to count? Uh, no, don't, wor don't worry about it. One, two, never mind. Uh, anyway, generational trauma is real. Okay, renowned philosopher Carl Jung explains how anxiety is genetically inherited and not just shaped by personal experience, okay? I think about growing up in my beloved Monk's Corner, South Carolina, 843 all day, and my grandmother saying, not nah, those people in the woods coming to get me, not. Nah. She had to be suffering from anxiety. That's what the nerve medication was for. She would also tell us that we would get struck by lightning if we talked on the phone during thunderstorms, but... <laughs> She might have been right about that one. Uh, then there's my dad. You know, he used to sleep with a knife and a gun next to his bed like he was a ghetto John Wick because he thought the devil was after him. He really thought a 357 was going to stop Satan, okay? <laughs> In 2018, though, my dad confessed to me that he was on 10 to 12 different medications. He was seeing a therapist twice a week and that he tried to commit suicide back in the day. I remember asking my mom about it, and she thought he was playing crazy to get a check, okay? <laughs> I'm he did get that check, though. <laughs> OK? <laughs> right. I'm simply telling y'all this because that same paranoia and anxiety existed in me as well. And I wish my father would have told me what he had experienced earlier, because then I wouldn't have grown up thinking I was just, uh, for lack of a better term, scary bitch-ass nigga. OK? <laughs> I need a little moment, man. Hold on one second. Hold on. You ain't a bitch-ass nigga. You the realest nigga on late night. <laughs> Damn, you make ball look good. Man, Morris Chestnut ain't got shit on you. Oh. <sighs> All right. <sighs> okay. Thank you. That, that, that's what we call real nigga affirmations, okay? You gotta give yourselves those from time to time. Now, where were we? Uh, in the 1992 street noir classic, Juice, Tupac gave a stellar performance as Bishop, okay? A young brother with clear mental health issues. They referenced it several times throughout the movie by calling him crazy. In fact, they show you the trauma was generational because Bishop's dad clearly had a mental illness, probably PTSD, because according to Rodimez, and I don't know if y'all remember this, Bishop's dad was the prison hoe. His words, not mine, okay? <laughs> Prison alone is traumatizing enough. Getting violated in prison, getting violated in prison, only adds to that trauma, okay? By the way, we don't discuss the sexual abuse that men endure enough, okay? I've spoken often about getting molested when I was eight. I, I didn't even start unpacking the effects that had on me until I was like 40. Now, I made the woman stop because I didn't like the smell of her jerry curl. <laughs> At least that's how my young brain processed it at the time. But Jerry Curl Juice was not the juice I was discussing, so let's get back to it. <laughs> now, I know it was a movie, but great art imitates life. It's not just the brothers and sisters in the military who watch their friends get blown up in Iraq who suffer from PTSD. Living in a brutal environment or being a victim of violence can also give you PTSD. So what I want to discuss tonight is why trauma has been normalized in the black community, but not healing. Okay, why do we overlook... Yes. Yes. Why do we overlook mental illness and undermine our own mental health? I want us to heal as a people so we don't have another generation of trauma passing itself off as culture, okay? 
Who in here has ever joked with your friends about how your parents used to beat your ass as a kid? You know? I had to go pick my own switch. My mama tried to run me over with a car. My daddy beat me with an extension cord and made me go take a bath. True story, by the way, okay? And then after you discuss these Wu-Tang torture tactics, you, you laugh and high-five each other for no damn reason. All you did was take your horse down to the old trauma road, and on the inside, I know you cry until you can't no more, okay? <laughs> Speaking of crying, any of y'all's parents used to say, shut up before I give you something to cry about? Yes. Well, guess what? For a lot of parents, mission accomplished, okay? <laughs> In fact, I'm still crying now as an adult in therapy, all right? <laughs> this is not an indictment, though, of any of our parents, especially not mine. They were doing the best they could with what they had, all right? Violence, that's right. Speak to all the parents out there. Violence is a common form of discipline within the black community. You got that from your white devil damn depressor, okay? Physical violence was used on enslaved Africans, and we've adopted it in our culture as a means to punish children, which often results in unaddressed psychological harm. Did y'all know in 1851, a cracker-ass cracker named Samuel A. Cartwright, okay, he was a physician, he wrote that enslaved Africans who wanted to flee captivity suffered from a mental illness called drapetomania. Drapetomania is defined as an uncontrollable or an insane impulse to wander. Who wouldn't want to wander away from slavery, okay? <laughs> My God. The point is, our trauma is heavy and real. And all we're using to manage it is self-care or self-medication. Smoke a little something. Drink a little something. Bust a little nut and go to sleep. A piece of ass, a piece of ass will not give you a peace of mind, okay? I might be lying, okay? I might be lying. With the right person, it absolutely will. That's why I got a newborn at the house right now. All right? But I am positively sure drugs are not healthy cures for mental anguish, okay? I love Moneybag, yo. But I hate in his old Deline Waukesha when he says, in my feelings, she my therapist, I'ma talk to this cup. No! Fuck that cup! Okay? I want my brothers and sisters to lean toward healthier resources <laughs> to process and manage our feelings. Okay? I know. And I know some of y'all out there watching and y'all yelling, but Uncle Charlotte, I got Jesus. Okay? Hallelujah. That's beautiful. But your pastor isn't a trained psychotherapist, all right? We need God and therapy. Can I get a witness? All right. But I do thank God that we are now normalizing the conversation on mental health and healing. And that healing process starts with the man or woman in the mirror, okay? He, she, we, and they need to change our ways. No message can be any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make that change. That's right. Since I just discussed a whole bunch of the problems, let's spend the rest of the episode discussing solutions. When we come back, I'm going to show y'all how to begin that healing process with a member of my God's Honest Tribe, Chico B. We'll be back. <laughs> Chico.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers... Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, welcome back to the God's Honest Truth. So, the question is, how do you heal? Let's unpack this. Now, usually I tell you, but today I'd rather show you. The soul always knows what to do to heal itself. The challenge is to silence your mind. So that's why I sent my God's Honest Tribe member, Chico Bean, to Inception. A mental health gym. Oh, you're familiar. Okay. A mental health gym outside of Detroit. Let's check it out. One out of every five black men in America has sex with their socks off. But that's a topic for another show. Today, I'm here to discuss that one out of every five black men in America between the ages of 18 and 44 actually seek help for their mental trauma. That's why I'm here in the D with one of Detroit's greatest, Icewear Vezo. What's up, Slim? What's up, my baby? Why you dressed like that, man? We going to a mental gym, not a physical gym. Well, whatever, we here to heal. Let's go flex on our childhood trauma. What's up, brother? What up, dog? What's up with you? My hand, pleasure to meet you. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Now, before we even get started, what is Inception? Well, Inception is a mental health gym. You know how you go to the traditional gym to work out? Well, here we work inward. Absolutely, because, like, black men, we need to have more knowledge about ways to be able to cope with pain. You know what I'm saying? In my reading of the DSM, I see that a lot of those mental disorders don't apply to black people, and I don't think we have a lot of people represented in those rooms. Yeah, because a lot of our issues was not a disorder, like there's something wrong with you, because your body did everything to protect you and to keep you safe. Hey, man, I love that. The vessels, we were we vessels today, man. So give us a little preview of what it is we're going to be doing. So you're going to do a magnetic therapy, you're going to do a brain training therapy, 
You may do some red light therapy as well. Let's get it. Let's I'm do ready. it. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm excited. Let's, Let's get go. It. Hey. Hey, man, it's 25 right here. What them things go on, them little clips? I hope not us. They must gonna put that on the front of our head that ain't got no hair on it. But we really gonna come out bald. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so now we're about to get started with brain training. You're gonna hear sounds. By hearing those sounds, that is pretty much mirroring your brain right. to correct itself. So your job is just to relax. Any questions? Uh, you can pretty much answer everything and I can <laughs> hold you accountable if any of my hair that I got come out. <laughs> From here on out, let's start addressing our issues, bro. Period. Period, right. Let's figure out a way to cope, bro. As a man, let's be the first to start addressing them issues yeah. and making that cool. Let's make normal being normal again, bro. All, right, all the way, man, I'm with you. All right, guys, you're about to get started with the magnosphere. So you're going to feel a deep relaxation in your body. It's your body reconnecting to itself and naturally healing. So what made you even comfortable with coming doing this today? I need to try to figure out how to find a peace of mind. You get what I'm saying? Am I really happy? You ever ask yourself that? Like, All the time. Like, am I really happy? Like, how do I know I'm happy? And then it's like, it's so much pressure when you the person that everybody come to. And when you the person that pour into everybody, who pours into you? Hey. Hey. Oh, man. When my mind would try to wander off on his own, <laughs> it just brought it right back. Boy, that was something special right there. They try to turn my boy into a bean for real. For real. Melt the ice. Ice. And melt. cook the bean and melt <laughs> the ice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> As the bed vibrates, it's gonna knock out any anxiety and tension that you hold in your body, okay? You wanna leave at the house. <laughs> what are some of the things you having to heal from? I lost my nephew. I lost my grandfather. And I lost one of my closest friends. Two weeks before his release date, he died in a, in a federal penitentiary. I never really moved on from that. Sound familiar, man. Like, my father got killed when I was two. It caused me and my mother's relationship to be strong. So just losing her this past May 4th to COVID, so you know what I'm saying? Like, so don't get no deeper than that. And when she passed, I was able to keep it together, Slim. But when I walked out of that ICU, it was like a hole got ripped in me. And it's like, now I got to make sure that I keep my mind intact. Exactly. Because that's lose your mind worthy. And it's so much, bro. I got to, that, that really feel like the beginning. Like, step one of a thousand steps. Right. You know what I mean? Or the, or in a direction you ain't even know you, you need to know. walk in it, bro. Love it. For real. Welcome back to the God's Honest Truth. Now, we just watched the good brother Chico Bean and Icewear Vezo go through a mental workout to process some of that trauma. Now, I want to continue our conversation on mental health with my guest, Dr. Rita Walker, psychologist, that's right, and author of The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health, Resma Minikim, therapist and author of the New York Times bestseller, My Grandmother's Hands and a very special guest, Grammy Award winner, author of the book, Checking In, as well as the host of the Checking In podcast and mental health care advocate, Michelle Williams. That's right. <laughs> that <was good>. Hey! <laughs> First of all, these are three of my favorite people in this space, man, so I'm really happy to have y'all. Uh, Dr. Walker, you know, we saw 
Chico and Icewear, they was at Inception. What should be the next steps of their process on their healing journey? I gotta tell you, for me, as a clinical psychologist, it's about thoughts and behavior. So once they've been to Inception and feeling more open to looking at their life differently, then see a professional who will help them take control of their life, take control of their thoughts, so that they can then, uh, you know, manifest that, that mental well space or that mental space a little bit more effectively when new things happen. Because mm -hmm. stuff always happens, right? And we have to know what to do in those moments. Michelle, do you remember, like, your awakening moment? Like, you saw them, Chico and Ice, we had an awakening moment. Do you remember yours? Oh, my awakening moment would probably be my most recent one in 2018 when I knew I needed to really get serious because I, the comfort of thoughts of suicide became too regular. Mm, 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 mm. Resume, as, as a black man, when you saw that, what, what, what did you think when you saw those brothers building like that? Well, the first piece, brother, that, I, that, that impacted me was how intimate they were. Mm -hmm. Um, when you were watching Chico talk about the loss of his mother, he was watching the brother talk about the loss of his friend. What you were watching was, as, as Sis was saying, was an opening, right, mm -hmm. and a possibility, right? What happens to our people so often sometimes is that when that opening shows up, because we've been so hurt, we go right back into protection. Mm. And so we have to, as Sis said, what we have to do is not just have an opening, but consistently do something over and over and over again so we get used to having a sense of resource and intimacy and being with each other. How do you think we, we, we break this cycle of turning, you know, our, our trauma into our culture? Well, I, I don't think you... I, we, we, we use these words and these phrases like break, okay. right? And, um, and what I have a tendency to talk about is the idea of metabolizing. Right? Mm. Is that is that when you have these 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 things that show up that don't feel good, one of the first things we want to do is get rid of it. But what we really have to do is create more room so we can actually metabolize it and use it as fuel for our freedom as opposed to fuel that burns us up. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Now, Michelle, you got the checking in podcast. Yes, sir. On the Black Effect Podcast Network. Oh, Black right. Effect. <laughs> and you got the checking in book. Yes, sir. If I want to check in on people like, you know, Chico and Icewear who want to go on a deeper healing journey, how do I do it without being, like, intrusive? Well, first, I, I want to get to the root of uh, Chico, I, I believe, who knew the stat of people who have sex without their socks. That, <laughs> that's some other healing work. That's some other healing work. But I think continuing to create safe places and being a safe person mm. so that person knows that you are with them on their journey. Mm. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. Michelle's talking about safe spaces, Dr. Walker. You know, black people only make up about 3% of psychologists in the U.S. Why are the numbers so low? And how does that impact us? How do we decrackify the mental health <laughs> Well, we definitely have a pipeline issue. You know, okay. when people contact me and they're looking for a professional, they're assuming I'm going to refer them to somebody black. Yeah. And that's important because we don't want to, when we're feeling vulnerable, you don't want to have to talk to somebody to explain racism, to no. explain what it mm -hmm. means to be black, to explain, you know, your day-to-day -day life. And so what we need are more, not just actually black professionals, but we meet, need more culturally humble white professionals Ooh. who are... Found on, on that one, Dr. Reed <laughs> Culturally humble. <laughs> I always need new words to tell white people. <laughs> culturally humble. You need to culturally humble yourself, white man. Not me. <laughs> right now. 
right now. I mean, well, actually, pa we're past time, right? Yeah. You know, because for black people, we have to understand everyone's lives in order to survive. You know, mm. we have to be able to navigate all different kinds of spaces. Mm. And for white folks who oftentimes have the privilege of just showing up and taking up space, when it looks like that in therapy, there are assumptions that are made about black folks, and there are assumptions about how racism doesn't affect their lives mm. that we need to be able to ask questions about. People need to be able to talk about racism in therapy. Mm. They need to be able to talk about how somebody was microaggressive towards them in therapy without having to explain it. Mm. It's a lot. Do you think you can get an honest opinion from a white person in regard to the racism, like if you're talking to a therapist? Yes. Okay. Because, <laughs> like, mental health professionals, licensed mental health professionals, understand how to communicate in a way that explain that um, that in indicates empathy. Mm. You know, that shows even if I haven't walked in your shoes, I can be empathic about your experience. And everybody wants to be heard. We don't want to have to explain racism, but we want for the person who's listening to us, who's supposed to be helping us, mm. to be able to understand that this pains me, mm. and I need you to help me with this pain without questioning my pain. Ooh. Ooh. Brother Resma, you want to expound on yeah, that? Yeah. So, so one of the one of the most important things I think to to understand about um, when when you're going in to, see, to seek mental health, and you're and you're sitting in front of a white person, um, white people many times have not dealt. <laughs> white white people many times have not dealt with not only their privilege but their advantage, right? In a society that's predicated on the white body deeming itself the standard of humanness, mm. it is an advantage to be white. And one of the things that the way that that shows up is um, is 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 by uh, 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 white bodies assuming that they know what the problem is, mm. right? And they don't take enough time for the space to actually teach them what they need to know, right? And so what they end up doing is giving answers and giving tips and stuff like that, as opposed to just being with the person. Mm. And, and, and so I think one of the things that, as, as Sis was saying, one of the things that we have to begin to do is we have to begin to cultivate the field so the field can actually uh, uh, push forward what we really want, and that is being with people, not necessarily giving people tips and answers. Oof. I, I, want, I want to ask you, Dr. Redmond, what if you're the type of person who feels like you're good and nothing is wrong? Is it still important to be intentional about yeah, addressing your mental health? It's, it's important, but I think many times the reason why people do that is the framing is off, right? We think that if I'm not running down the street butt-ass naked, then everything's good, <laughs> right? And the reality is, is that when you're by yourself in your quiet moments, and as Sis was saying, and I've had suicide stuff too, that when, you, when those things are going on, right, even if you can present in front of people that I'm all right, you know that you're not all right. Something's mm -hmm. off. And I think we need to stop thinking about mental health as if, as if it's like the biggest thing. Like we only look for like if something really big is happening. It's really those small things where people in your family that love you are looking at you and saying, boy, something wrong, something off. I don't know quite what's <laughs> off, but something off, right? Those are the times where we have to begin to kind of uh, um, uh, let our family hold us, mm -hmm. right? Not just hold us physically, but just like, I got you, I'm here. Sometimes, just, sometimes just to let people know that I'm here with you mm -hmm. is enough to get to the next stage and mm -hmm. the next moment. So that's what I would say. Mm -hmm. M Michelle, can you talk about the pivot from being on your own healing journey to now, like, being an advocate? Ooh. 
embracing and confronting everything just face on, head on, knowing that healing is not fun mm. all the time. I don't ever walk out of a lot of therapy sessions. Ooh, that was fun. <laughs> you <laughs> You're know, like, that shit hurts. You know, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and a lot of it is heavy, empowering, awakening moments. I, I attribute healing to like an actual wound that yes, you have, Charlemagne. Right. I say this all the time. Healing does not feel good. It's irritating. It itches. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to take care of the wound. You have to tend to the wound. And then before you know it, it maybe it becomes a scar, but it doesn't hurt anymore. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, Dr. Rita, you know, I sent Chico and uh, Ice Web Bezel to Inception to get started on their healing journey. But what advice do you have for people who are, you know, looking for a place to start? You know, it's interesting. I think a lot of people don't realize that even in their places of business where they have full benefits, there is employee assistance. Mm. And basically, their therapy is already being paid for, and they may not realize that it's there. So that's actually one place where I suggest that folks start. But also recognizing the single most important thing that people need for their therapy is for there to be a good fit between the therapist and the patient. Mm. And so what that looks like is, you know, first coming up with just a list of folks who are experts, who understand evidence-based practice. Mm. I don't think that that's language that is actually mainstream, that there are different therapies for specific kinds of problems, and we have to find the people who are doing that work. And we have to create a list of like four or five therapists, because mm. sometimes... That's right. Most of the time, the first person isn't going to work. Mm. It's just not going to fit. And a lot of people will say, well, therapy didn't work. And then they just give up. But if you have a list of five, you know, like you have a list of five referrals for, you know, getting your hair done or getting your edge up, you know, you have to have a <laughs> list of folks that you know you can go to and say, okay, that one didn't work. Let me try this one. This one didn't work. And it might take six or seven tries, which I know is hard because when you're already in pain, you don't have time to go interviewing folks, but our minds are the single most important thing that we need for our lives in order to be successful. So it's worth investing the time in trying to find that person. Mm -hmm. right. How do you... How do you know when it's working, right? Because I, you know, I was talking at the beginning of the show, and I thought I was over a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And I got triggered about two or three times, you yeah. know, having that, mm -hmm. you know, just talking to the people. It's like, how do you know when you're actually healed? Mm -hmm. Well, your professional will actually help you to come up with your goals for therapy. So they'll, because a lot of people just go to therapy because they want to feel better. And, and that's, that's all they know is I want to feel better. And so the therapist hopefully can say, okay, what would that look like? What will have changed in your life if you, for you to know that therapy is in fact helping? And maybe there are some deep-seated things that you don't have to work on everything at the same time. You know, therapy is a step-by-step -step process. So maybe you weren't ready to deal with some of those things and you have to start with, you know, take some baby steps. We have to be willing to take some baby steps in therapy in order to be successful to achieve the smaller goals so, we, so that we can be ready for those bigger goals. I need to run up that staircase. Listen. Some steps. Yeah, yeah. Can I say something? Of course. That's why you're here. Super, 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 super proud of you. Stop. Yes. Don't do that. <laughs> Thank you. For super proud of Thank you. Thank you. Super proud of you. Thank you. We love you, and we're here for you, and we're just making sure we're going to stay here and to continue it. to check in on you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What, what do you say, Brother Resmer? Well, so so when when you were doing the the, the piece, I saw it happen. Lord like, have like, mercy. Yeah. And and one of the things that I that's why when I came out, I said we're holding you. One of the things about uh, what we call therapy, I I, I I have a tendency to separate therapy and healing, mm -hmm. right? Therapy is something that you go to. You you know somebody's trying to work, help you work through. It's a very important. Healing is different. 
sometimes we don't recognize the types of healing that are actually going on around us, right? Like when your own resource, like you said, you got triggered, I call it activated. When you get activated, right? You, it, things begin to kind of get smaller. You're like, ooh, some, you know, that something happened there. One of the things that I tell people is that look for your resources. Sometimes when your own individual resources are tapped, you have to tap into sister's resource. Sure. You have to tap into sister's, you have to tap into my resource. Even if it's for half a second, you, if you do that enough, your body will over time recognize what resource actually feels like. That's like your question. You said, well, how do I know? I thought it was over that. Well, you, the reason why you even recognize it now is because you have done enough work to even recognize it. Mm. That's healing, brother. Mm. That's healing. And so what I would say to you is, it is not a failure when you recognize that something else hurts. It is an opportunity. Where, where, where? So. It was that Can I Get a Drop video. It was looking at my old face triggered me. That's you know it. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Well, <laughs> now, I'm, I'm glad that y'all here too, uh, Resma, because you know, uh, one of my favorite books is, all of y'all books are one of my favorite books, but my grandmother's hands, you know, at the end of each chapter, you have these, these practices. Yes, brother. Would you do us a favor and lead us through uh, one Absolutely. of those exercises? Absolutely. Because I damn sure need it tonight. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, and the audience, y'all, y'all get in on this too. I mean, don't come down here, but yeah. you know. <laughs> y'all do it from up there, yeah. all right? So, so here's one of the first things. So one of the things that happened uh, through the process of, um, for, uh, of land theft and enslavement, especially enslavement of our people, one of the things that happened is that we got organized around the trauma, right? So we had to override it in order to, in order to keep going, right? So all of the brutality that was happening, all of the rape that was happening, all of the just, just degradation that was happening, we couldn't pay attention to that. We had to override it and keep moving. So over time, what happens is, is that people get organized around that, and when, when trauma, time decontextualizes trauma. So trauma in a person can look like personality over time. Ooh. Trauma in a family can look like family traits over time. Ooh. Trauma in a people can look like culture over time, mm. right? So one of the things that mm. we... So one of the things that happens is that we walk around, black people in particular, walk around with this sense of bracedness, that the next shoe is getting ready to drop or something is getting ready to happen, yeah. right? So this practice is to kind of help with that, okay? okay? It's an orienting practice. So I want everybody to sit on the edge of their seats for a second. Just come to the, sit to the edge of your seat. And all I want you to do is just look straight ahead first and then just notice, just notice, Notice any tightening, any opening, any locking down. Not defective. You are not defective. Something happened and continues to happen to your people. Now, what I want you to do is look over one shoulder and look behind you. And just notice, just look behind you. Just breathe, there's no particular way to breathe, just look behind you. Now, come back, look forward. Look around. Now, look over the other shoulder. And this is orienting. Our people could not orient. Now look straight ahead. Now just notice 
Just that piece. Notice if anything settled or dropped. Even if it's just a little bit. When, I tr when I'm in my office and I'm doing these practices, one of the things that I tell black people is that you have to orient to the environments that you come into. You have to find the windows and the exits. Our people could not find the windows and the exits. If we left, we died. If we stayed, we died. Now your bodies can actually find the exits. So find the exits. So even right now, look for the exits. If it's behind you, if it's in front of you, find the exits. The ways to leave. And breathe. That's it. The reason why I do that is because we're so conditioned to brace and we're so conditioned and we're stuck. It's like, it actually shows up in an embodied sense, this braceness. So we have to get about, be about the practice of looking and orienting and particularly behind us just in that second to let our bodies know nothing's behind me. It's very important. That's so, good. so basically there's nothing wrong with being paranoid. There's, <laughs> <laughs> I do that you always all got the time anyway. Well, I that was well what I'm asking you to do with this, not like that. Okay. Slow it down. Slow it down. Not this. <laughs> not that. Yeah, yeah. Just slow it down. And then notice what shows up when you slow it down. Got you. That's it. Wow. Right. Man. I'd like to thank our guests, Dr. Rita Walker, <laughs> Resma Minikim, and Michelle Williams for joining us tonight. And remember, this Sunday, the Mental Wealth Expo, you'll see all these people and more from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square. Brought to you by me and my foundation, the Mental Wealth Alliance. And it's free and open to the public. We'll be back. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. 
book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Your trauma is not your fault, but your healing is your responsibility. In the words of my late great sister Jasmine Jazz Flywaters, healing is nonlinear, full body, and sometimes the scariest thing is to simply say, I'm not okay, out loud, where the world can hear you and judge you. And people do judge you, but it's also the only way anyone can help you. It's important to empower yourself to take control of your own healing, if you're ready. In an era where influence is constantly forced, it's okay to step back so that you can hear your voice over everyone else's. We need to admit where we are so that we can be reached and helped out of it. New traumas find old traumas, and they will gang up on you. But healing means facing it all. And that's the God's honest truth. Hey, don't know where to go for mental health? There are always ways we can support our mental health. For tips and resources, visit cc.com forward slash TGHT or contact your primary doctor or local health clinic. They'll have reliable resources that will point you in the right direction. If you're blind, too broke for cable, or just can't get enough of my beautiful voice, this is the perfect way to take in the sermons I'm delivering each week. The doors of the church are open. Listen to the God's Honest Truth on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network, the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.